Hey, thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from Dylan Krause. Satisfied. Yes. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> Won't get you very far in life, though. All right, so check it. Satisfied, right? We're talking about the source of your life, okay? Because we could be really satisfied, uh, or you could think you're satisfied, but sometimes it's actually that you're full. You know what I'm saying? You're not actually satisfied, you're just full. Like the other night, after the women's conference, I was all like, you remember how Ben was talking last week? Who were you here last week? Anybody? Anybody? And he was saying you make really bad decisions when you're tired, and when you're angry, and when you're hungry, and when you're, what else? What, I forget the other one. There was five, I think. Bored, right. So me and Luke and Zach and Nathaniel and a couple other dudes, Kevin, we were here when there was like the 800 lady women's conference here. Abby was here. She was a part of the women's conference. She was one of the 796, technically, not 800, women that were here. And uh, so I was all of those things. I was a little bit angry. I mean, because you just can't be surrounded by 800 women and not just get a little bit like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? Uh, Actually, this year, though, I have to say it was the best. The women were the nicest they've ever been, I would have to say. So that's good. But still, still, two days, 800 ladies, it just gets a little crazy. I mean, it's supposed to be that way for men, I think. I just You need some dudes around. That's why we were watching Band of Brothers in here the whole time. It was good. But... um, Tomorrow, after work, 4 o'clock, episode 5. All right, so anyway, um, the, the glory continues. I was also hungry. I was extremely tired. And after we finished on Saturday, even though we had eaten food and everything, I was like, I'm so hungry. Let's go get something to eat. So I went with Nathaniel Gingrich, another guy who helped work on stuff, and we went to Burger King. And I had everything. I had the A1 bacon burger. I had French fries. You know that I got a chocolate milkshake instead of a soft drink. And then when I was done with my milkshake, I got a cinnamon bun. Because you just got to. And then I went and met up with my wife and and her sister, because her sister came down from New York to come to the conference. And her sister, Helena, ordered this big, juicy, glorious steak. And she said, do you want a piece? And I said, no, I'm so satisfied. No, psych. I wasn't satisfied. I just had Burger King. I was about to, like, lose that in, like, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? But it was just like, I was full. I was too full. I was too full to actually have something that was good. So sometimes my, my point is that sometimes you get really full and then you don't have the opportunity to actually be satisfied. You put stuff in your life that doesn't actually please you, and it, it's just like kind of like fluff, you know? You get so much fluff in your life. It's like binge-watching Netflix, you know? It's good if you're really tired and you need a day off, but if you make that your whole life, you're going to get pretty fluffy yourself, you know? You're just going to get pretty fluffy. So if that's your deal, airborne grind, 4 o'clock on Wednesdays. That's all I'm saying, Okay. What's that? Huh? What? Right. Yeah. Uh, um, I have a friend. <laughs> I'll tell you a story later, I guess. 
Oh, my gosh. Okay, so check it out. I've been reading in my, in my devo- tonight's about devotions, okay? And um, we're talking about this whole month. We're trying to give you guys practical tools to know God. And there's different ways we do that. We talked about decision-making last week. Josh McGrady, you guys don't want to miss next week. He's going to talk about living life with the Holy Spirit. And the week after that, we're going to do an all-worship night. So it's going to be crazy because that's part of living in a satisfied life. You giving your life to God in worship and receiving the life that he's pouring out on us. Tonight we're talking about practically how do you do devotions? How do you actually get to know the word of God? And we don't have a lot of time, but we're going to rock this really fast. So check it out. I've been reading, like I was saying, for my devotions, I've been reading Old Testament. started from the back of the Bible and working my way through, you know? And um, so I'm in Joshua right now. And it's just gnarly, you know, like the things you read about the, in the Old Testament. How many of you read any of them? Old Testament stuff. It is insane. It is so insane. Like the, God, the Lord, our God is with us. If he's with us, we will defeat them. Like it's like so Lord of the Rings kind of stuff. And you show up and like you're with Joshua and he's like, if God is for us, we will have victory. And you're like, what if he's not? <laughs> and so you go and you conquer everyone and you're doing really great. And then you find out that some homeboy named Seth, steals some foreign god out of somebody's house when you're, like, burning down the whole place. And he's like, ooh, shiny piece of metal. Let me take that home. And you know it's not right, so you bury it in your tent underneath the ground. And then you're like, go on to the next battle. And Seth's like, oh, man, I bet you God doesn't see that. I buried it in the dirt, you know. And so, anyway, you get you get to go to the next battle and Joshua again is like, hey, if the Lord is for us, we'll have victory. And then two seconds later, you're getting chased out of the next town by all these guys who are just cutting all your friends down in the back because God isn't for you because all of a sudden there's sin in the camp. Okay, this is Old Testament God stuff. This is gnarly. One dude steals a piece of metal and buries it in the dirt and all of a sudden 36 people are dead. What the heck, Seth? And so... Literally, Joshua's like, God, why have you brought us out here to die? Why have you brought us out here to, like, show everybody that you're not who you say you are kind of thing? Because he's, like, he's trying to provoke God. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I thought you were good. Why don't you come here and show me you're good? And he's like, it's not my problem. Talk to Seth. Find out what he's got in his tent. He's like, how did you see that? I buried it under the dirt. God's like, I see everything. You know what I'm saying? But literally, like, this was God's response. There's sin in the camp I am not for you because you, you, are, you are like harboring sin in your heart, in your life. I mean, it would be equivalent to us harboring sin in our lives and in our hearts here and now. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so all of that to say, isn't it crazy that we have access to that God? That he isn't changed. He's not different. He's still that holy that one little piece of metal in somebody's tent makes him want to kill people. And that's not because he's evil or angry or messed up. It's because he's perfectly holy and nothing that's not holy can be in his, in his presence. Nothing. And yet, because of Jesus, because of the blood that Jesus poured out on the cross, he looks at you and says, come boldly before my throne. Before my throne. That's some personal stuff when you're talking about God who created everything. He could like suck the air out of this room faster than you could say LOL. Seriously. He could just 
gone. You're in like some Ziploc and we're all dead. Like that's the kind of person we're talking about. He's got that kind of crazy power. But because you've all been super soaked with the blood of Jesus, yes, God filled up a super soaker and covered you with Jesus' blood and calls you righteous. That does not happen. Is that not crazy? That is so crazy. We have access with boldness and confidence to God. And it's, this is what it says in, in Isaiah. When it's talking about being satisfied, this is just so gnarly. Talk about being satisfied. This is Isaiah 53. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering, like one of like one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he took our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. Oh, my gosh. And by his wounds, we are healed. Okay, scroll down a little bit. This is verse 10. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and to cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. And the sufferings of his soul, yep, and the suffering of his soul he will see the light of life and be satisfied. That verse also says this. Wait, and by his knowledge, many righteous servants will be, or by his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many and he will bear their iniquities. Boom. This is a little note at the bottom. He will see the result of the suffering and his soul will be satisfied. Sorry, you want it? That's my wife. She's awesome. I didn't take it out in time. He will see the result of his suffering and be satisfied. I'm not talking about BK, have it your way satisfied. I'm talking about glory beyond glory. You know what was satisfying to Jesus? Do you know what was satisfying? You know what I'm talking about? Do you know that verse? who that verse is about? Help me. Somebody. What is the verse I just read about? Who is it about? Jesus. Guys, this is crazy. He will see the result of his suffering. You with me? We're talking about Jesus. He will see the result of his suffering and he'll be satisfied. What was the result of his suffering? The result of his suffering was that you could come right up to God and say, Sup? Is, are, is that not mind-blowing? Like, this is crazy. Jesus was bruised, crushed, beaten, and totally dismayed by all of his friends, like ben was, or Lynn was just talking about. All that stuff happened, and it pleased him because he knew what he was purchasing with every stripe, every blow, every thorn that pierced his skin, every time they hit him again and again and again. It was Luke's face and Andrew's face and Nathaniel's face that they would know me. Devotions and, and getting into the word and all this stuff, the purpose of it all is so that we would know 
the character and the nature of God. Okay, that's why this thing is important. And I, I said all that stuff just for us like, to realize, and not that you guys haven't heard this before, but there was a great price that was paid so that you could do what we can do by coming into God's presence. Like these are the, this is the stuff that people in the Old Testament would tie bells around the ankles of the priests because if there was sin in their life, they'd drop dead as soon as they got into the inner courts and they'd have to pull them out with a rope because if anybody else went in there, they'd die too. And you've been super soaked, and you get to walk right up to the throne of God, and we sometimes take it for granted, but it pleased him. Even knowing that some of us would totally reject it. Like, I don't even even care. My love is boundless for them. My love is boundless for them. Okay? You feel me? So check it out. I don't want to just talk about it. I want to do this. Okay? So, I've got, like I said, devotions are about the nature of God, right? And when we know the nature of God, we can release it. It says, don't be afraid, little flock. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. I'm not saying all this crazy, gnarly, bloody, gross stuff to freak Abby out. Like, you know, I'm not doing it just to freak you out. It's actually his good pleasure to reveal himself to us. Why? Because when we know who God is, we can represent him to the people around us. That's just the way it is. It's so exciting and good. So check it out. I've got these little words here. Grace. Little things about the nature of God. Love. Hope. Faithfulness. Peace. Wisdom. Strength and joy. Okay? And I want you to get into a group of like three to four people, whatever you feel comfortable with. I mean, if some are three and some are five, whatever, that's good. Um, Grab one of these, get a Bible, and I want you to find some stuff in the Bible that reveal the nature of God according to those things. Cool? Go for it. Game on. All right, cool. Hey, check it out. If you are writing down your last verse, finish up. And if um, you you and your teammates or your squad or whatever you want to call it, everybody can put like a finger on a page of their, the Bible of a verse that they want to share about your topic. Then you guys can all share really fast the one you want to share, okay? You got it? So f- mark your page and everybody get a different one. Yeah, I'll share one really quick. I mean, it doesn't have, don't share like... 65 verses just like nail me with nail me with the one two punch okay everybody's getting one of your verses that you've written down and you're going to share it so have it ready in your bible each pick one pick one ready ready good 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 they're each picking a verse yep and it's going to go really quick no each individual what Well, then pick a verse. Pick a verse. Pick a verse. Cool, you ready? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, strength. Strength is up first. Could you pull it down just a little, Kev? All right, yeah, come on up. Come on up here. Come on up here. 
Yins. Yeah, all y'all. All that, that strength crew. No, everybody. Yeah, everybody. That means you two also. There we go. Okay, well. <laughs> Emotional experience. Okay, you're not, you're not talking to your group anymore because we're learning about the nature of God. Isn't that awesome? It's so good. Okay, this is the nature of God according to this strength group. So what, I'm just going to read all of Psalm 29 because no, we had no Dude. You just pick a couple, maybe. Why are you putting us up first? Why do you expect things from us? Yeah, that's true. Where's first? Well, guess what? You should believe in the Lord, not me. Well, I believe in you because the Lord's in you. You know what? Hit me with something. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Come on. There, that's Psalm 29, 1. Well, why, though? What does it say about it? I don't know. I just read a verse at random, to be honest with you. Well, let's read some more stuff. Okay, ascribe to the Let's read this part right here. As far, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. Boom. What else you got? Self-explanatory. Self-expl- self okay. Has anybody got it ready? First Chronicles 16.11. It's coming. Got it? Okay. You reading it? Look to the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. Come on. Boom. Nice. All right. Any other verses you guys want to share? They're good. Strength is good. The voice of the Lord is awesome. Okay. Peace, crew. Are you guys ready? (laughs) You learn from my mistakes. I see how it is. Yes. Jillian. Hit us with peace. Um, but you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay. The bloodthirsty and deceitful will not live out half their lives. But as for you, but wait, but as for me, I trust in you. Boom. That's awesome because you can have peace because people that mess with you or people that are doing bad stuff, you just go like, ah, it's all right. God's got you covered. Yeah, simple and sweet. Romans fifteen thirty three. the God of peace be with you all. Amen. The God of peace be with you all. Amen. Boom. There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. Okay, no peace for the wicked. You better straighten up. Mallory's coming for you with that word. <laughs> all right, um, First Peter 5, 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Come on! Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Do you see how this starts to reveal who God is? Like, oh, that's how much he cares about me. Wow. Yes, love people are coming. Bring it on, love people. Bring on love, people. All right, you're learning about the nature of God who is love, strength, people. Okay, Proverbs 10, 12. Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers all, over all wrongs. I love that verse. Love, it says elsewhere, or in another version, love covers a multitude of sins. So good. Hannah. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son... For those who ever believe him, him will not perish by eternal. Oh, she didn't even have to read it. She didn't even have to read it. Lydia. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Okay. 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 We didn't even know we were going there tonight. All right. That's what I'm talking about, though. That's real truth. All right. Joy people? Of course, obviously, they're joy people, right? 
Cool. What's your name? Dela. Dela. Thanks. Thanks for coming. I, I probably have met you before, but I forgot. Joy, people. <clears throat> Psalm 1611. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with your joy, with joy in your presence. Come on. Joy in your presence. That's why worship feels so good. Hebrews 12, 2. And let us run with, uh, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endures the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's what I'm talking about. That's what that whole Isaiah 53 thing was about. Scorning the shame of the cross. He stiff-armed that shame. He said, it don't even matter. I'm going to get satisfied. He stiff-armed that stuff. So I'm coming right for Nathaniel Goodyear. Gosh, joy people are getting me fired up. Jess, hit us. Joy people are talking. You're not talking. Joy people are talking. Proverbs 31, 25, strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in times to come. Boom. That's the bride of Christ. Get ready. That's you. All right. We've got grace people back here. You ready? You ready? Okay. Tommy will go first. Hit us with some grace. The grace of the Lord. (laughs) You better straighten up. You're trying to talk about grace like it's something wussy. You better, you, uh, 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 uh. the grace of the Lord Jesus, <laughs> be with God, people, amen. Okay, awesome. Give me some more grace, Trenton, come on. Okay. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written more boldly to you, some point as reminding you because of the grace to me. God. By God. By God. Nailed it. Okay. There's grace. From God to people, I guess. I think. No, it's definitely true. Faithfulness. This is a one-two punch here. This is Kimball power. All right, Micah. You're hitting us with faithfulness, right? Faithfulness. Faithfulness is so good. You can tell by how well it's represented here. This is, this is faithfulness. There it is. See? It's like it's kind of it's kind of perfect that they're brothers. Anyway, faithfulness. All right. Proverbs 3.3. 3, My son, do not forget. No. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Boom. Bind them around your neck and write it on the tablet of your heart. God is, I love this stuff. This is so good. The Bible, let me tell you, is amazing. Romans 3.3, 3. what if someone, what if some were unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true. Wait a second. They're brothers. They're beautiful. They're talking about faithfulness. And they're both reading 3.3 3 verses. Chapter 3 verse 3 verses. Come on. Bind it around your neck. Even if you are not faithful, God remains faithful. That's the truth. That's in the Bible. You can take that to the bank. We've got wisdom people left. We've got wisdom people. How, how, how timely. Wisdom to be last. They're so patient. <laughs> All right, Nate. Nate's up. Hit us with some wisdom. Wisdom people are talking. All right, we've got uh, 1 Corinthians 125. Uh, where is it? For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. Come on. Come on. That's why you can have peace. 
Because even when you don't know what the heck is going on with your life, you know that God, you're so smart. Even if you were, even if you're in your dumbness, it would be way better than my perfect wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if there was such a thing as God's dumbness, because there's not. But so just t- using the Bible. Cool. We got Psalm 37:30. The mouths of the righteous utter wisdom, and their tongues speak what is just. Come on. How you gonna How you gonna be a part of that clan unless you're reading the Bible? That's what I want to know. How are you going to be a part of the righteous clan who, whose mouths utter wisdom? Come on, get some. Proverbs 2, 1 and 2. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Yes, that continues to go on and say a bunch of awesome stuff that will happen for your life if you choose to follow the path of wisdom. So read Proverbs 2 and you'll know about it. Daniel 2.23, I thank and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. Come on. So good. So good, Seth. Made known. No, that's a mic. That's a Bible drop. That's, that's glory. Boom. All right. Cool. So all that to say, all that to say, If you get yourself, listen, now I'm talking. I'm all of those people. If you get yourself into a place, I know I didn't do like practically like how can I do a devotion necessarily, but the idea here is this. God has paved a way for you to do something that's incredible. Actually have relationship with him. He is holy. He is so holy he can't tolerate sin. And because of what Jesus did, and because it even satisfied him to endure the cross, it was because of the joy that was set before him that we could do this, that we could have relationship with God. Look, guys, if you're not reading your Bibles, if you're not reading your Bibles, then you're going to miss the character and the nature of God. You're not going to be able to represent him well. You're not going to be able to have peace at, the, at like the tip of your tongue to just give to someone. You're not going to be able to be full with love. You're not going to have understanding of the strength of God in the midst of any kind of circumstance. You're not going to understand grace when your little brother or sister is just driving you crazy. You're not going to have joy that like totally it causes you to endure all things. You're not going to know and understand the faithfulness of God even in the midst of you screwing up. You know that he still remains faithful to you or have the wisdom to guide your life. This is all inside the Word of God, okay? Isn't that so exciting? And that you've, you've received a personal invitation via Super Soaker. Yeah. Sorry, but it's true. Because of, because of the joy of Jesus Christ enduring the cross so that you could know Him. So awesome. So let's just pray. Come on, stand up. We're going to huddle in here, and then we're going to go get some milk and cookies. Nobody took hope, huh? Oh, you had hope too. Okay, cool. All right, this isn't a huddle. This is like a semi-circle, and it's weird. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. There it is. That's what I was looking for. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. God, what? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, you ready for this? All right. Lord, thank you for tonight. You can, like, lean on somebody. Thanks, bro. Jeez. Just get some, like, you know, some storge love, it's called, I think. God, thank you for tonight. Thank you for showing us your nature. Thank you for revealing your character. Thank you that we have access 
to relationship with you. God, I pray for each person in here that we would find um, the we would find the tenacity in our hearts to get up and meet with you, so that we could represent you in our in our daily lives to our families, to our friends, to our teammates, um, to our to our like fellow students in school or whatever it is, coworkers. God, I pray that you would be known. I pray that you would be known. Ah, come on. How many of you have? Um, Amen to that. How many of you have um, experienced God? Cool. Yeah? I mean, you don't have to raise your hand, but if you did, good. I believe you, Preston. I believe Preston's experienced God. Isn't it awesome? Isn't it awesome? It's so awesome. So look, when you know him, it's like you wouldn't be able to be like, I wouldn't be able to tell somebody who's never eaten a steak before how it tasted and why they should eat one if I never tasted it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never be able to convince them to eat the steak over the Burger King unless I had a convincing argument that said, no, seriously, the, the flavors and the taste and the texture of a medium-rare thick filet with all kinds of, oh, it's so glorious. Like, you wouldn't be able to convince them to wait for the steak, right? But I'm telling, like, so essentially what I'm saying is that, I know, I know, I, I was, it's all good. Uh, tofu steak, I don't know if that exists. All for Jillian. <laughs> uh, it's fine. All right, listen, no, seriously. It's fun to share things that are good. It's the most fun to share things that are good. Like, that's why we're here. Experience God and give Him away. You get to do that by encountering Him in His Word. All right. You you, you get what I'm saying, right? Like, I don't have to keep saying it in 30 different ways because you're just, like, bored of me saying it in five different ways. I keep getting ideas, but it's just pointless. Let's go eat some cookies. And then I was going to say, and then I thought about this, but I thought also, I'm just talking. Hey, you took me out, bro. See, Kevin is cutting me out. Seriously, you guys, you guys are awesome. Isn't it? You guys are so awesome. We got 33s over here, rocking faithfulness, beautiful peace ladies and love and joy givers. You guys are representations of God. Ah, I can't stop. Turn my mic off before I keep going. Turn it off. This podcast was recorded live at a Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.